While you guys were off the call, John and I actually started talking. Oh, you can't do that. She, she was like, oh, my God, you're an English teacher, and you're taking all these notes. And I was like, it literally is just the word drugs underlined twice. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Okay, let's do our intro. Yeah, so um, do you want to introduce our show? Me? Something oh, you it want, does wait, not you want ever do. John, to introduce the show? Yeah, why not? We do that sometimes, right? Do we? Okay. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the sorting chat. Welcome to the sorting chat. We don't trust our guests on this show. Welcome to the show. What are your What are your qualifications to be here, John? Uh, hello. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it even without a ringing endorsement for uh, introducing the show. Um, my name is John, and I am an English teacher in Baltimore, Maryland, and I have loved uh, Harry Potter for a long time. I was working at a bookstore when the last book came out. I grew out my hair. I dyed it red. I sewed together a Harry Potter cape just to dress up for this thing. Um, and I've been wearing that cape about once a month ever since. Does that qualify me for anything? If not this, please let me know what else it would qualify me for. I need to get that job. I mean, if it doesn't, are you just going to like hang up? And... <laughs> and that, we'll, is we'll plan, yes, that is my plan. Yeah. <laughs> I made my husband go to the deli today and get me a sandwich. And I made him order the sandwich that I thought would embarrass him the most. So I, I made him order me the Justin Beefer. So we can all introduce ourselves? Yeah. I That's Dale. That's Sherry. I'm Dale. Oh, I thought we were going to do each other. But... Oh. Aren't we, like, isn't this, this, we have been doing this for over a year, guys. I know, I was trying to switch it up. <laughs> but, like, if we say... Each, isn't it the whole point so people can recognize the voice with the name? Who cares at this it's, point? That's Lauren. I'm Lauren. Uh, and what, what, what happened? Lauren's so, fucking mad at the world. I am. I'm so. I'm so worried that like our guest is gonna be on the show and like the fucking something's gonna go wrong. Like that's my nightmare situation. Like let's just have some prayer time, okay. y'all. Let's just take it to the Lord. Dear Lord and Voldemort. <laughs> please, please yes, Lord. cast, I don't know what the fuck, uh, Protego around this, yeah. around this podcast, mm. and, uh, and bless this Justin Beefer sandwich, to the nourishment of our bodies, and our bodies <laughs> to your service, amen. Amen. Okay. Everything will be fine now. Okay, so let's talk about drugs then. Yeah, yesterday was, we're recording this on April 21st, which is not a significant day at all. But yeah. yesterday was a significant day, and, you know, people like to make jokes about it's 420, and that's America, and that's our nation. I know about 117-year-olds who uh, got a lot out of, out of 420 this year, I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I teach what? English to uh, juniors and seniors, so that's all I heard about all day long. <laughs> Speaking of 420, one time, yeah. <laughs> one time, I can't remember, was it you, Sherry, or was it Leah to whom I wrote the rent check? Oh, it was me. I was going to tell that story. Oh, tell that story, yeah. Well, no, like in college, we were, um, you know, pretty 
you know, we were good kids, uh, TM, um, and we did not participate in 420, but... That you know of. Fair. No, we didn't, um, we didn't. No, yeah, we didn't. Um, but, yeah, it was, was it a Rentec or was it... It was for something like my share like, of the electric or yeah. something like that. But you and Leah both did it. <laughs> and then it became a thing. Like, so it was like on 420 that they happened to be writing me the rent check. And so in the like memo section, they just put smoke weed. Well, Lauren did it. <laughs> and then after that, it became a thing. And I feel like every time we wrote each other checks, we just wrote smoke, smoke weed, weed on the yeah. checks. <laughs> <laughs> Which none of us did. But all of our checks were made out to for smoke weed. Like, Notes, smoke weed. Yeah. But did just you remember. once decorate my my bedroom with like a big sign that said smoke yes. weed, or am I making that yes, up? Yes, I remember that now. Why would I do that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, in 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 the heady days of youth, it's like you're high all the time anyway. So like, you know what I mean? Um, the heady days of youth. So I was thinking about the reason, aside from 420, that I was thinking about wizarding drugs is because I've been watching The Magicians, as I've mentioned many times. Of course, the geckos. And I just finished uh, season three, but like one of the things, so I know Dale hasn't watched The Magicians. I don't know if you have, John, but. I watched season one, but I kind of fell off after that. I watched season one. Yeah, I did too. And then I like got back into it and started watching again. um, And I just finished season three. But so, like, instead of houses, like, you know, being divided up based on randomness, they're divided based on your magical talents. And so, one of the houses is the. Is it natural? Because there's physical. I don't know. Psychic. I don't know. So, like, they have a house that, like, their houses are based on their talents and there are some of the wizards are really good at like manipulating natural elements. And so Mm -hmm. that house is basically just known as like the hippies and they make a lot of drugs. Uh Um, Like that's part of what they do. I mean, like they can also like, some of them can manipulate other natural elements like weather and stuff, but some of them are just really good at making drugs. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the other houses want to befriend the naturals kids. I think that's what they're called. um, So they can get drugs. And Mm -hmm. so I was thinking like, you know, herbology is kind of similar. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. like, Madame Sprout is probably just super high all the time. Like, has access to all sorts of different uh, flora that could, you know, alter things. Yeah, yeah. and I, like, I wonder if she teaches, like, her advanced students, you know, <laughs> like, I wonder if she's giving Neville, like, secret tips on, you know, Dude. advanced herbology is really just mm-hmm. like making drugs. Yep. Well, I didn't find anything on um on plants specifically in any of my research <laughs> that I did. But um supposedly the only thing I can think of that's natural and not like a spell or a potion that I found was that um in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, they mention billywig stings. So the sting of a billywig causes a person to suffer giddiness followed by levitation. And it says, generations of young Australian witches and wizards, racist, have attempted to catch billywigs and provoke them into singing in order to enjoy these side effects. Oh, okay. Wait, so, what is a billywig? It's a winged, uh, wing, uh, well, I didn't look that up, Sherry. <laughs> Let me find out. <laughs> What's a billywig? A billywig is uh, an insect native to Australia, according to Harry Potter. Mm. It is rated, it is rated triple <laughs> X. What does that 
dangerous side effects. This is the Harry Potter wiki. It's around half an inch long with a color. This is what we do on this podcast. We just, just read the Harry Potter wiki. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's worse things you could do with your time. Oh my god! I was at I was at a coffee shop the other day. This is off topic, but speaking of worst things you could do with your time, I was at a coffee shop, and these like uh like probably like early sixties people. I could not tell if they were a couple or if they were just friends. Um, but like this, yeah, older like man and woman came into the coffee shop, and uh, it's also a record shop, so they were talking about. Annie Lennox someone was and mm-hmm. so then this couple just started reading Annie Lennox's Wikipedia page to each other <laughs> as if they were having a conversation like she would read a couple sentences and then he would be like and did you know and then read a couple more sentences and then it just went on like that for like 20 minutes um, and then they moved on to Engelbert Humperdinck and they did the same thing <laughs> wow what, so yes there what, are worse things what you could be doing happening? with your time yeah, that, exactly. There, there is one. We we have one now. We just need four more, and we'll have a whole list. <laughs> well, that is uh, that just blows my mind that people would spend their time doing that. I wish I had that much time to. Oh my waste. god, me too. They seem I to be enjoying to... each other's company and learning about Annie Lennox. <laughs> Isn't Annie that what's important? Relationship goals. Um, <laughs> let me just say this really quick. Xenophilius Lovegood used billywig wings for his recreation of Rowena Ravenclaw's diadem because he believed they, quote, induce an elevated frame of mind. Oh my That's god. some fucking stoner talk. Xenophilius Lovegood is also stoned all the time. Oh he my god, what's yeah. in that, what's in that shit, that weird tea, that oh, co- yeah. concoction? Oh, that they um, drink? Gertie Root? That's definitely yeah. drugs. That's drugs, yeah. He was trying to drug them. Oh my god. Oh my god, he did try to drug them. I don't know if that's true. No. I can't remember. I don't read these books. Um, (laughs) What was the performance enhancing drugs you guys were talking about? Well, we were, we sort of like backed way, way back and we're just sort of like, if drugs are anything that you ingest or whatever that changes you physiologically and or psychologically, then it's like, it turns out magic's just mostly drugs, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's, that's exactly what I was thinking earlier. It's all kind of drugs. Maybe that's why we were into it. Um, <laughs> but we were talking about p- performance-enhancing drugs. So we were talking about uh, Felix Felicis and how it's uh, banned in wizarding sporting yeah. uh, competitions because, of course, you would be too good. I just wonder, when I was thinking back on it, it just seemed to me that every potion is drugs in some way. And I, I, sure. I started to think about, like, how could you recreationally use polyjuice potion? Or <laughs> what would be, like, a recreational use? Oh, well, um, <laughs> for sex. For, yeah, for sex. For, for That's sex. what I was thinking. I would, you know. Which would be, years. like, we talked about this in an older episode, like, of, about using My, is this the Hermione uh, Draco fan fiction? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then her getting she accidentally really... pregnant with his child. While she's polyjuiced and <laughs> pretending to be polyjuiced. pansy. Yeah. 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 So we weren't sure how that would work. Yeah. But yeah, my yeah. my husband has, has posited to me at some point that like um he thinks there's probably an illegal underground sex trade, like where you you know, they steal hairs off of people. 
or whatever, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. you can pay to, like, a brothel, basically, but you yeah. can pick whoever. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like, that person could be whoever you want them to be. Like, Oh, my God. I had a friend who wrote a movie that was essentially that premise, but it was, like, you took something, and so you just saw the person. It wasn't like it was actually the person, but, like, mm-hmm. you took a medicine or, like, a not a potion because it wasn't, like, magical. It was science. Science is magic. See, this is killing me because if there's anything we've learned about uh, about J.K., since she wrote these novels, it's that she can write crime fiction very well. Right. And so if we just put it together and we have some hard-boiled, uh, you know, crime fiction set in the wizarding world, this is what I've been waiting for my whole life. Yes, oh, man. Just real violent nice. adult Harry Potter. Yes. <laughs> Well, let me let me tell you, friend. The internet exists, and it's out there for you. Like, <laughs> it may I know, not. But it I'm may not. So I'm so like I'm. This is the worst thing about me, and I just know it. And I'm so sorry. I just want to apologize to all of you and to everyone in the whole world. I am so canon oriented that on in everything that I do, I just can't bear to read fan fiction or just anything like this. Um, and I'm not sure why that that is the flaw that I carry within me, but it no, is. No, that's fine. That's fine. I think most people read fan fiction as a, I don't know, to jack off. I don't know, like what people read fan fiction for. Yeah, I, mean, I read I, it. I've I've never actually read fan fiction, but I do really enjoy the idea, and I have actually never done this outside of this podcast, but I enjoy the idea of creating fan fiction. Because it's just like, I don't know, me getting to think about alternate realities in the world, and I enjoy the world that. Yeah, it's like the ultimate form of devotion. (laughs) Let me tell you about this fan fiction I've been reading, real quick. Real quick. (laughs) Uh, It's a fan fiction in which at the end of the war on muggles or whatever, the. In order to bring peace between like the former Death Eaters and all of the, all of the people who were not Death Eaters, um, Hermione it writes a bill. Um, but part of the bill is that she she has to marry more than one Malfoy. Like she has to marry into the Malfoy family. P.S. There are two stories like this. And I started reading one, and then I accidentally started reading the other one. I was like, oh, my God, these are two different stories. There may be more. It might even be a trope, as far as I know. But she has to marry one or multiple Malfoys. Wait, are there um, multiple and then, Malfoys? Yeah. Well, her, the father, she, like, marries the, the father. She marries Lucius Malfoy, even though Narcissa Malfoy is still married to him. They, I don't know. It, in these stories, you can have more than one spouse. Weird. So the one that I chose between the two is the worst. Because um, that's how I like to do it. Um, she marries Lucius Malfoy, and then she finds out that the reason why they wanted to marry her is because they were cursed <laughs> by Malfoy with an insatiable lust for sex at all times. Um, and <laughs> and they think she can um, end the curse. But in the meantime, they all fuck her. All of them. <laughs> Narcissa, Lucius, Draco, even Snape gets in there at some point, like wow. because he has to he wow. has to do like an examination on her. He's dead. To make sure, she... not in this one. <laughs> <laughs> He's very much alive, and oh she describes God. him. I want, just want to tell you how she describes him. She's like 
he was he's he didn't quite cut quite the same like Adonis. I'm trying to paraphrase. He wasn't quite the Adonis that that Lucius was, but he was fit. He was fit. he was quite fit and quote that cock. <laughs> oh my god. This is awful. Oh, God. Hermione so would never. Yeah, I'm going to stick well. to the original books. <laughs> but good but good try. You almost, you just were real close. You almost had me. Um, oh, God. I tell you what, if you think of a kind of crime fiction, I, if you set it in the wizarding world, I would watch it. I would yeah. watch Law and Order Harry Potter World. I would watch <laughs> Dick Wolfio. Dick Wolfio. Yeah, I would oh watch any God. of it. I would watch yeah. lawyer drama. I would watch police procedural and oh, a war procedural. Lawyer I would drama watch... in the Wizarding World. Like, if you just had like Law and Order, but like Wizen Gamut, it yeah, would be what? kind of great. Oh. I don't love Law and Order, but I watch other Living. lawyer shows, and I would watch like procedural. Wizard crime dramas. Oh, man, you guys. You know what I'm saying, man. Needs to happen. And they would be even more interesting because we don't know the procedure. That's true. <laughs> right? That's like, true. We, have we had a whole episode on that. Works, but yeah. I don't have any idea of the inner workings of a, you know, like an Aurora department somewhere. I just want to see, like, a, a grizzled old wizard, like, just on his daily grind, like, going to try cases and the, you know whatever yeah but i think what we concluded in a previous episode was that their system of government is shit it's kind of bonkers <laughs> yeah it doesn't yeah. work yeah but like samesies out here so <laughs> what are we waiting Fair. i mean that's isn't that the point of crime fiction is that <laughs> justice isn't straightforward no. not when you got vincent and stabler on the case my man <laughs> <laughs> okay important point that's an important point I and be, then the I, police procedural would find wizarding drugs, which would be cheering charms. Cheering, drugs. yeah, cheering charms. I had that written down. Wait, are you asking which which um, which branch of government would? Uh, <laughs> are you asking I was trying what to segue. drugs? Oh, Just segue oh, back nice. to drugs. There's got to be like for me. I feel like Felix Felicis would be uh, would be hard for me not to take a lot, like as far as having having an advantage in not in like a business way or whatever but just being lucky and everything going right for you just sounds so amazing <laughs> yeah but <laughs> like drugs it has side effects right right but what were yeah, the if you take it too much you get bad luck yeah, and if you get it wrong, it can really mess you up, is what they say, right? Yeah, but right. if you take it too much, I think it, it's months. also, like, you get, um, like, reckless and, like, mm. um, giddy or something. I don't remember. What does the drought of living death do? Does that, like, put you in a coma, or does it just make you, like, really, like, is it, like, heroin? I think, I think. No, it's, it's supposed to be, uh, you appear dead, but you're not. But you're not, exactly. Okay, but it doesn't yeah. just, like, chill you out. Like on Romeo and Juliet, whatever they take that makes mm -hmm. them look so dead, but then they're not, or whatever. Uh, the euphoria elixir mentioned in the Half-Blood Prince, uh, the primary effect of which is to induce a state of inexplicable irrational happiness. <laughs> and this is one that um Oh, and you add the Harry peppermint did. or the spearmint to counter the side effects, which can include right, which singing is like or something. Sniffing, 
Yes, it, it, what does it say? Um, I forget what it says. Nose tweaking. Yeah, nose tweaking, that's what it is. Yeah, so he makes it, he makes it, um, in, in class, and he thinks maybe he can use it to get Slughorn, um, to open up to him when he's trying mm-hmm. to get that's the information. Right. He's all, try my potion, professor, and then he slams the door in his face. Oh my gosh. Dude, that'd be so good. See, this is what it is. You need to be really good at potions. But then you have to have your hookup with, you know, um, the herbology person because you need the ingredients, obviously. But like, it's it's potions that do it. I, I feel like potions are what what. Well, there's charms the... and stuff too, though. Yeah. Yeah. Do I... But do you think like people just to parallel again with drugs? Like, do people get addicted to using those potions and like, do they have oh, like, sure. you know, potion abuse treatment programs in? Like yeah, hospital. I would think that they are probably people who are predisposed to need, like, they're self-medicating, right? So, yeah. like, they're, oh, man, I bet you know, Snape is self-medicating hard. Yeah, so yeah. you're, like, constantly casting a cheering charm or whatever because you're unhappy, and um, you probably get addicted to, I mean, it's not oh my god, I bet in the that's traditional what, sense. You think that's what made Snape so terrible, is that he was super depressed after Lily died, and then he over, like, self-medicated himself to the point where no, he was he just was horrible. No, he was just a dick. No, he was just a dick. <laughs> I'm trying to find ways to justify him being awful that <laughs> make him less awful. Well, and also, they're, they do have pubs and stuff, so they have, like, alcohol. Actual alcohol. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. they have, like, um... Does anybody smoke pipes? Does Hagrid smoke a pipe? I can't remember. No, they talk about like somebody smoking a pipe in the um, in, in the, the bar. Yeah, not in the, in the Hogshead. Somebody yeah. smokes a pipe with like Green really smoke. yeah. Um, so there's but, alcohol, and but then... it's not like a common thing. The pipe smoking, I don't think. Yeah. But do you think their alcohol also has like extra magic? And like what is like is fire whiskey got like extra potion on top of alcohol? I feel like, like it's supposed to make you feel more, like, warm. Yeah, so, but I mean, because... it's, like, not just alcohol, so it's got, like, potions in it. It's, like, magic and alcohol together. Yes. That, yes. The butterbeer has butter potion. It's what you do to make a butter potion is you take butter <laughs> and you melt it slightly and you got butter potion. That's Paula Dean's <laughs> recipe, isn't it? Yes, that's true, but, yeah. Oh, God. Who knew she was a wizard all this time? Butter is just an old wizard. Butter and old. But, butter and old. <laughs> butter and all, Seth. Butter and all. <laughs> Bowies. One thing I want to mention when you we were talking about alcohol, um, the um, organization of like, oh, shit, I forgot what it was called. It's like posted at the Wizarding World outside of like, the bars that sell or the restaurants that sell beer and stuff mm-hmm. it's like the the ministry organization of the department of intoxicating substances um and this is only mentioned at the wizarding world of harry potter oh uh, because there's a sign posted that says the department of of whatever and whatever i just said and then it says uh it has a notice that says under underage wizards will not be served alcohol and but, in this case, indicates anyone under twenty-one as the legal drinking age in the United States, as opposed to seventeen. Uh, like at mm-hmm. like at Wizarding World of Harry Potter in Orlando. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Sorry. I no, that's cool. Clear. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah. they've made that canon now. 
Yeah. That you, <laughs> that you can't drink if you're an underage wizard, which is, as we know, not true. Now, at this same fucking theme park, or the one right next door, they have the Simpsons area, and they have Moe's Bar, and as far as I know, they do not sell an alcoholic drink in that establishment. What? Like, you can get a Flaming Moe, it's just like... It was described to me before I ordered it by a British gentleman sitting next to me at the bar as tasting like orange orange squash, which I guess is orange juice. Yeah. <laughs> and that is kind of what it just tasted like high C, and it had uh, little uh, cubes of um, dry ice in the bottom, so it made it smoke, mm. which was kind of cool. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. Yeah, where's the booze? <laughs> it, it's all in it's all in it with the Wizarding World. Yeah. <laughs> They had all kinds of booze in the Wizarding World. Have we exhausted our drug talk? Do we want to talk about anything else? Um, or drug treatment? More? I don't know. Oh, I guess they just yeah, have we're... it at St. Mungo's, maybe. Or do they have like AA but for wizards for like you know <laughs> Euphoria Charm A? Like what do you? What would be like yeah. like Narcotics Anonymous, but like potions and I tell you what, those would be some sweet tokens that you would get. I'm yeah. sure that they would like move and like all kinds of things. How bleak good. would that be if in the in the gift shop beside uh, beside the coins they also had like a five year sober chip for the kids <laughs> to buy. Now, the thing is, when you get a sob- uh, a sponsor in PA or Potions Anonymous, um, <laughs> these tokens are actually going to um, alert your sponsor if you mm. Yeah, they're like, like the DA coins or whatever. Yeah. They have a, pro- what is it, protein charm? Sure. Sure. What, what if, like, when you went to take the potion, the coin itself like stunned you? You know, so you couldn't <laughs> actually. Oh, that's maybe, helpful. Maybe there. Maybe that's why we don't see it in any or hear about it. Is because these uh, the tokens are so successful. <laughs> it's not actually a problem in uh, in wizarding society. It yeah. keeps stunning you until you die. If you don't, that's right. Like, it will eventually the, kill you one way or the, the other. It just murders you, and so that that's how they weeded them all out. Just natural yeah. selection. Oh, Question: God. I wonder what the leading cause of death amongst wizards is. Okay, this is a great Hogwarts. question because yeah. why does Harry have no grandparents? Yes. Yeah, I don't know. That's some BS. Because like when you know his parents die, you would naturally think the first people he would go to live with are his grandparents, and like his parents aren't that old when he dies, so his grandparents wouldn't be that old. That and like old. I guess maybe it makes sense that the Potters would be dead because they were alive during Voldemort times and. You know, maybe something happened to them, but like his Evans grandparents, like, yeah, what happened? I guess. Oh no, yeah, we Google. never, we never hear about what happened Evans to grandparents. Harry's grandparents, Harry Potter. But like, also, like, you never really hear about like Ron's grandparents. I mean, I know like yeah. Auntie Muriel is his great aunt or whatever, but you never hear about his grandparents. So I'm curious, like, how all of them died. That's really true. You only hear it's about grandparent erasure. Yeah. yeah, only Neville's grandmother is. Yeah, exactly. Because he like lives with her. Yeah, like nobody but, else like beyond that. That's true. yeah. You don't really hear I about their grandparents, about and so I I wonder Petunia. how they all died. It says Petunia and Lily's parents died normal Muggle deaths. James' parents were getting on a little when he was born, which explains the only child very pampered had him late in life, so he's an extra treasure, as often happens. I think this is a quote from J.K. Rowling. They were old in wizarding terms, and they died. They succumbed to a wizarding illness. She says, that's as far as it goes. There's nothing serious or sinister about those deaths. I just needed them out of the way, so I killed them. Stone cold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So some some wizarding ailment 
Are we getting that from both of you guys, Sherry it's, and John? So she... I I don't hear it's it. It's closer to it's closer. I think it's just me. Yeah. It's coming up, Charles. There's my, like a my, million uh, sirens. Like I've never lived anywhere with as many sirens as there are here. It's insane. Yeah. I, I also I have it. people that I just call my night screamers because they just come out at night and just scream. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, night now screamers. I hear it. What is yeah, that? I think it went from my house to Sherry's house because now I'm what hearing it through the earphones. Guys, what the fuck is a night screamer? So when I say Charles Street, it's because Charles is probably like one of the most, it's definitely one of the most, if not the most famous, like just streets in Baltimore. And so there's a lot of bars and especially around my house. So sometimes I'll just wake up in the middle of the night and somebody will just be like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> And I don't understand it, but a lot of times it's just like bachelorette parties, like trying to get home, and they're like, "No, girl!" <laughs> At three o'clock in the morning. John, what are you eating? Um, I'm eating samosas. Oh my god, I want samosas oh. all the time. Nobody wants to to have a Justin Bieber. <laughs> no, nice. thank you. How did you acquire those samosas so stealthily? They are, oh, well, I sort of, you know, I'm just really, you saw me disappear like six times. That was one of the times. <laughs> he keeps them in his pocket like Napoleon Dynamite and the tots. And the tots. Oh my God, I would That's love to have in my pocket. If I, were, if I were a wizard, I would have never-ending pockets full of samosas. That's oh right. Samosas in my pocket is the name of my upcoming memoir. <laughs> yes. Um, do you think that Harry Potter, the, what, what, like, what would religion be like in the Harry Potter world? We, I mean, this is maybe a topic for a whole other like podcast, but like they did have a church and near the cemetery. Did? Yes. Oh, that's true. That's but that wasn't like a wizarding church, right? It was. Yeah. It, it was, was like just in the town. town it was in. Yeah. A town. Well, there's muggles in town. Yeah, too. and there was an entirely wizarding town. I yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about that, but but I have. Some degrees in religion and True. I think that religion is actually I think it is a weakness of this series in general mm-hmm. because for instance if we want to stay in fantasy we could talk about Ursula K. Le Guin or if we want to um, hop over to sci-fi we could talk about somebody like Octavia Butler like I think the most uh, the best world builders always find a way uh, to incorporate religion. And I think it's honestly just kind of left out. I think it's not, it, it, my impression was that it's not important to her. So it's not important to the world. Right. Um, I don't know. What What do you all think about that? I think that's exactly it. Um, yeah. I think she, I think it may have, I don't want to say that it was purposefully done, but I think it may partially have purposefully been done. I mean, it wasn't, I don't know. I don't know what her feelings are on religion. I think they're probably not great. I don't know. Yeah, I think, what do you guys think? I mean, I would agree that, yeah, I think it's not important to her. And so like she left it out, but I think you're also right. Like it's a pretty big oversight in the idea of like world building. Cause even if like religion as it exists, like, in this reality even if that's not appealing to her like it would still seem to make sense like when you're creating a world to build into it some kind of religion even if it looks different right well the existence of drug abuse is not appealing to me but it's realistic you know so it's like or the the uh, or crime or whatever you know 
that's part of world building is making sure that the bad and the good are uh, exist in complex and realistic ways. And I just right. feel like right. religion gets left out of that here. But it's not like it always gets left out of fantasy, I guess is what I'm saying. It's like it's mm -hmm. not a trope right. of fantasy to leave it out. Because I, I for instance, I was just uh, recently reading the Earthsea series again. And I can't remember what the name of it is, but one of them, you're just following a priestess of this religion for the whole book. And it's just all about the how she gets to be the priestess and all this stuff. And at the end of it, it's all meaningless. And she decides the religion isn't a real thing, but it's still there. And it's still something that's politically yeah. important for the world. And I don't know. I don't know. Well, I, I do think that in a lot of books where magic exists, like the magic comes from somewhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even if it's not religious, it's spiritual or mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah. Like, I think that's... I mean, spirituality and religion, I think, are a lot alike, and people try to separate them, but... Right. Um, I'm not, I don't have a degree yeah. in that, so... <laughs> yeah, like, I've been watching, again, I've been watching The Magicians, and, like, yeah, Didn't so they're things. magic. You know, it comes from gods, and they're very much based on, like greek gods i think but like mm -hmm. there's still some element of you know spiritual connection when they're doing certain types of magic and like that's kind of explored in an interesting way i guess she never does she ever sort of like address where magic comes from mm -mm. she doesn't really. that's kind of... oh wait no um there's <laughs> there the whole idea of you know uh Harry's mother dying and imbuing him with her yeah, but like, but yeah. how do people become I hope wizards? That's not, so. Right. I hope yeah. that's well, not the explanation because that is super unsatisfying to me. It's like, well, okay, well then, where how does do love you, come from? Love, you know? No, no, no. Where? How do you explain? You know, uh, the curse backfiring on Voldemort? Not so. Not like I don't think that's what we're asking. I think like that's a specific like you know. I don't know, spell or reaction or something, but, like, where does magic come from in, like, a bigger sense? Like, where... What's the logic of magic in the world? Like, yeah. I get that. It, it, it seems genetic. But it's right. not. It, it seems because then you have, like, muggle-borns and squibs, right? So it mm -hmm. couldn't be entirely genetic unless those are just kind of, like, um, anomalies. Well, the idea... But... Yeah, no, I think the idea would be that it was a recessive gene. Yeah. And, and yeah. if I remember my pun, it's squares. You can have one that doesn't manifest. I mean, I don't know if that's what she wants us to think. Right. Um, I wonder if maybe, like, J.K. Rowling hadn't read a whole lot of fantasy before she started writing her series. Yeah, she talks, like I mean, she, like, talks a lot about, like, you know, the classics and yeah. that's what her, that's what she studied yeah. and stuff. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah. she had to have read, like, Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit or something and their source of magic is also religious in nature yeah i don't know we got so many questions for you jk rowling when are you coming on this show <laughs> literally that's all i want to do is just sit, sit her down and talk to her what it, what would be your like top question that you would have for her if you could actually sit her down is it personally i want to i want to ask her i'm just going to get her alone in a room shut the door promise to never tell anybody and say tell me please Walk me through this whole situation where you said Albus Dumbledore was gay. Did that just get away from you, or how did you? Because <laughs> it's not. I I don't love how that went down, and I just want to hear you say, 
I said something weird on Twitter, and I've been trying to defend it for five years. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about that a couple of episodes ago, um, and how she is, uh, what was the term that I kept bandying about? Uh, virtue signaling. Mm-hmm. Virtue signaling, yeah. Uh, wants to let us all know she's on the right side of history without actually... Putting in the work. Whatever, We. it's fine, yeah, it's fine. We're, we're not mad. I'm upset. I'm not talk- I'm not even talking about J.K. Rowling. I'm upset that Dumbledore's not ginger. I'm really upset about that. Because that's not something that's it- difficult to make happen. Like, right. at all. <laughs> so It is yeah. if you already hired Jude Law. But you can dye his hair. Well, you just dye his hair. And do it in a way that it doesn't look, like, overtly crazy. I mean, you can make him Maybe. look slightly Look at his ginger. face and then put red hair on that. And tell me you can make that look normal. I don't care, John. He's supposed to be ginger. <laughs> Maybe he has a contract reader that says, no no gingers ever. Do you want me on this project? <laughs> That's I am, right. He's I got a clause in his contract. I am the young pope. Can't make me ginger. I can't be going around with red hair. I'm the young pope, son. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, if I were in a room with, with J.K. Rowling, I would ask her... Uh, who do you think you are? <laughs> and what gives you the right? <laughs> I want somebody to read my tea leaves. I want, I really want to do that. I think that'd be super fun. Do they have places like that in Baltimore? I have no idea. You just come to my house and I'll make you tea and then just make some. Can I, do, can we cuss on this? On this okay. I said cock earlier. We always Absolutely. Do. Oh, okay. Well, then I'll make you, t- <laughs> I'll make you tea, and then I'll just make some shit up. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. I tried I'm... to do that, like with tea, and like dump it upside down, and it didn't. It all stuck in the cup, and I just got tea everywhere, and it was a real mess. And I don't. Know I don't how understand it how it's I supposed to work. I think it has to, to be loose leaf for you. It to was. Work. It was. <laughs> she tried to read a tea bag, and it was like, well, <laughs> your day's gonna be. Like a little trash bag full of shit. And that's what your day is going to be like. Oh yeah. my god, I can't believe I forgot to tell you guys a thing. I'm sorry. I just remembered. Tell I think I saw actual witches. What? And I forgot to tell you. In sorry, Ireland? But I'm pretty sure I saw witches. Yes. Alright, what were they doing? So there's this like... I have a brochure somewhere. <clears throat> yes, right here. <laughs> you have a brochure? I did not see that coming. So there's the stone circle. Can you see that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so stone circles. Some outlander bullshit. Stone circles were built during the Bronze Age. Blah 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 blah. And Ken Kenmare Stone Circle is the biggest example of over a hundred circles. Blah blah blah. So they were believed to be built for ritual and ceremonial purposes, and um, you do like ceremonies around them. So I went to this stone circle. And I was trying to take a picture and these ladies were like all touching the stones and I was just kind of standing there waiting for them to get out of the way so I could take a picture. And then I noticed that they kept looking at me and then like, so there's one in the middle and then a circle around and like at intervals, like at the same time, they would all like move to a different stone and put their hand on it and have their eyes closed. And then they kept just like looking at me. And then they were my, sis- spells on you. my sister-in-law like came up and was also taking pictures. And then she like, we didn't say anything to each other. We just took some pictures and then we walked off and like, we got far enough away and we both just looked at each other and were like, Oh my God, those were witches. Yeah. Because like they were like touching the stones and like, kind of like saying like, 
things to themselves and it was some kind of ritual they were doing and yeah i wanted to ask them if they were they witches were and then i don't think it was on me i think they were like doing some kind of like they because they were there when i got there and they were doing i think they were doing a whole like ritual thing and i was really fascinated well which is i kind of feel like if you're gonna do like a ritual you need to like book it for the afternoon yeah you know what I mean? Get on the schedule. Come on. <laughs> exactly. This is open time. Like, we should all be able to do our rituals. And my ritual is taking a picture without you the fucking. I know. I have a, oh, I have a picture of the witches because they wouldn't get out of my picture. I mean, they wouldn't get away <laughs> from the stones. So I had to take the picture with them in it. Oh did they I'm show like, up in the picture? They did. But Jen, <laughs> Jen was like, yeah, Jen was really freaked out. Like, she's, I think, more superstitious than I am. And she was really worried they were going to curse us. And she was like, she was like, a little she was like, we can't bring the boys. Because, like, we were going to, like, switch off with, like, my brother and, like, bring the kids out there. And she didn't want to bring the kids because she was worried <laughs> they were going to get, like, Please. stolen by witches. Keep, keep them boys away from them witches. When I was in middle school, every third girl was a fucking witch. That's true. Or so they said. Oh. That was incredible. Since John's a new guest, we should ask him if he, like, don't we usually ask, like, hey, if you could have any power from the wizarding world like what would you have or like would would you like to be really good at charms or really good at this or like no we don't do that we don't I that's we don't. not a thing we've done but we can do it well like like what like you know if you could didn't we say that lauren lauren wanted to be able to read people's minds or something at one point no lauren wanted to be able to make anything a house fight people no i think my power was um i could live in anything Hmm. live in anything what does yeah. that mean like what? i don't know why don't we move on john <laughs> what would you live in if you could live in anything uh yeah i didn't see that question coming i was preparing a slightly different answer for a different question um answer think, that question <laughs> i think i would uh only things that are coming up are houses right now so uh <laughs> I guess I would live in a cave. I am not sure. I have never <laughs> thought about that question. I would live in a cliff cave, I think. What about like a tree, like a tree house? Or what like about a, a mud butt? A mud, a mud butt. butt. I'd live up in a mud butt. <laughs> I tell you what, Charlene, if there's one thing I want to live in, it is a mud butt. No, I want to live. <laughs> I want to live in a thatch roof. Cottage. Good. We know that. I didn't ask and you. I want to live in a nice apartment. A, a nice apartment. That's <laughs> how we know we're adults. That's why I was like, I don't want to answer this question because my answer is a house is better than the one I live in. <laughs> a house with a washing machine that's not in the basement. A, a sensible house and, you know, a salary that can maintain it. That's my answer. <laughs> That's good. That's magic. I got a futon for Christmas this year, and all my bu- all my bucket list items are crossed off. Because if you come stay with me now, there's a futon. Nice. <gasps> Instead of the inflatable mattress yeah. that sinks. Yep. That's the one. That's all I want to do, Lauren, is come to your house and sleep on your futon. It's open to you at any time. John, she asked you a question. I'm sorry. You may answer at your leisure. No, but to answer the question you didn't ask, I think that I would, um, I think that I would specialize in transfiguration um, because I've, 
I just think it would be a lot of fun and uh, to be able to just change into things all the time and like fly places and. So you would you would transfigure into something that could fly. So you want to fly. You want to be an animagus. An animagus. No, I just want to transfigure. Oh, I guess to transfigure yourself, you do have to be an animagus. So mm, I would, not, No, yes. you could transfigure, like, you could, like, tra- do parts of yourself without, like, becoming a full animal. Like, you could just give yourself wings. Like, that would yeah. be advanced cool, transfiguration, okay. but you could do it. That's like without the being. Most, like the most useless of the X-Men, Angel. Exactly. <laughs> I know, quite, John. I was about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Whose mutation was to have weird wings. That is all. In the list of powers. Charlene, I'll tell you what, it's hard to find clothes if you've got big old wings, Charlene. I gotta cut, sli- I gotta cut slits in all my shirts. <laughs> well Charlene Charlene, where would you put your wings if not on your back? On your on your head, on your butt? Like this? on your hands? Off the side uh, of your gills. face? I'd, I'd have those I'd have those those uh, those wings like gills on your face. So you could also you could also do the Jurassic Park thing where you go. <laughs> Sherry, what I mean, questions do you have for Charlene? Who's Charlene? It's John's, John's alter ego. Um, this is actually something that we started when we were. <laughs> this is Super we were ta- we were talking about Game of Thrones, but then we also got into True Blood at the same time, <laughs> and I fully lost my mind when I found out that the lady who writes the True Blood novels is named Charlene or something like that. <laughs> and so then we just I think we're talking. something like that. It's Charlotte. Or, hold on, it's the it's called the Suki Stackhouse books. Suki Stackhouse. That's right. ridiculous. Well, when we found this out, and then we like started to sort of read the novels and realize the how bad that they were. Char- it's Charlene, Charlene Harris. Char- Charlene. <laughs> it is so spelled. we were just imagining, like, what if we if you lived a couple doors down from Charlene, what would be the kind of conversations that you would have? So these are the um, Dale and I doing it with humans. Mostly. Yeah, we become Charlene. I've been working on this new novel, and I'll tell you what. It is, it's just, it can top anything. There is a tall Norwegian man with long hair, and there's about 16 people wanting to have sex with the main character, who is obviously me. (laughs) (laughs) Suki Stackhouse. Suki Stackhouse, a.k.a. me and my own dreams. (laughs) So that's how Charlene got started. So anyway, that was a really long story, but... The Southern Vampire Mysteries is what they're called, also known as the True Blood novels and the Suki Stackhouse novel. They have so three different qu- names. Question for Charlene: um, Yeah, if you if you could live in it, what would you live in if you could live in anything? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what: I would just I'd live I'd live in uh, whichever was the most powerful vampire in my area. Just right up in his pants, I think, because <laughs> that's where I would feel the most safe and secure, and like I could take care of my, like I could get my needs taken care of, you know, <laughs> um, just sexually. Um, yeah, I think that's, I think that's right. <laughs> wow, what would y'all want? <laughs> I can't imagine anything better than that. I mean. <laughs> I'm right there with you, Charlene. I know what you're saying. I think a nice style plantation house, lots of coffins, 
full of vampires. Mm. Mm. Really, really mm. nice looking ones. I mean, they're Just all thinking about it. Mm. I'm getting kind of warm. <laughs> oh my God. Does anybody this have is, a fan? This is quickly <laughs> becoming a Chuck Tingle style. <laughs> oh, oh my God! We started off with fan fiction, and now we are becoming a fan fiction. This is so meta. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That her, if Chuck Tingle wrote, were to write, does everybody know who Chuck Tingle is? No. So Chuck Tingle is the uh, the author of a lot of like 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 erotic books, but they're like they're funny. I don't know. I don't know if they're intentionally funny or not. What? But... <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Do you guys know? It's do you like, guys have uh, Do you guys have catchphrases on this podcast? Because if so, Lauren, I think yours would be. I was reading this fan fiction the other day, <laughs> and yeah, then this, and then whatever this... follows is just sex stuff. But it was funny. Yeah. So Chuck Tingle writes books like My Gay Billionaire Boyfriend and yes. like and uh, pounded in the pounded in the butt by my own. Uh, sense of linear time like that's not <laughs> can i just read you guys some chuck tingle like is that his real titles name? is that his real there is name nothing more that i want is chuck tingle his real name is chuck tingle? um nobody knows nobody knows if he's real or a persona or um you have to read up on him but like it let me just read you um my billionaire triceratops craves gay ass wait, so wait dinosaurs it's mostly dinosaurs and trains and stuff. Um, this is not the dinosaur erotica that I'm thinking of. <laughs> Sorry. Is, there, is there dinosaur, dinosaur erotica? erotica? Oh, yes. Yeah. Unicorn what? butt cops beach patrol. <laughs> I'll tell you what. You guys have different kinks than I do. <laughs> Seduced by Dr. Bigfoot, attorney at large. <laughs> what? Whoa. Pounded, pounded by the gay color-changing dress. Let's see. What is happening? Um, these are real lonely author pounded by dinosaur social media followers. I didn't um, know this is like, like Mad Lib. This I, does sound like, like I I was aware that dinosaur erotica was a thing, but I thought this was like a very like a one off. Like this one person wrote it. I didn't no, realize there was like multiple. It's not all dinosaurs. There's unicorns and stuff too. But um, oppressed in the butt by my inclusive holiday coffee cups. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I think this has see. gone too far. Hold on. This is my favorite one. Creamed in the butt by my handsome living corn. That's my favorite one. So, what? but uh, it's all just like. Why are I'm we speechless. talking about this again? Well, because it's relevant. Um, he. Caroline Harris. Caroline Harris. You need to look him up because he seems like a cool guy. To be honest, like, um, this is what gets him gets him randy and he just wants to like share it with the world and uh a lot of it is also like political satire but also you can read about sex stuff are you asking me to develop a voice and also improv chuck tingle (laughs) is that is that how we got here i don't know i was gonna say what would um if we did a chuck tingle style fan fiction what would the what would like the title be uh like I don't feel you like know. I have enough of his yeah. voice. I don't think it's I, fine. I, I know it's fine. I wasted a lot of time. Wanded in the butt by my wand. <laughs> okay, that's good. 
Um, oh, God. I'm sorry. Up my nose and around the in the in the butt. I can't think of it's just butts, right? I don't yeah. can't I can't figure it out. It's I'm too sorry, complicated. I'm sorry I wasted all of your time. No, it's um, not wasted. We're just not on, on Chuck's level. No, we're fine. not there yet. It's we're fine. not there yet. We don't have his voice in our You're head. not familiar with his oeuvre, so oeuvre. it's fine. Oeuvre. His oeuvre. What was it, Lauren, yeah. that you said was my catchphrase? Let's just be honest. Let's just be honest. Let's just be honest. That's right for Dale. Yeah. Wait, what's mine? I... That's fair. That's oh. fair. I was just about to say, yeah, that's fair. and and i think mine was just telling everybody to shut up yeah or (laughs) i just read this fan fiction like john said (laughs) i just read this fan fiction and something disgusting it's all usually just um hermione and lucius malfoy oh which one do you imagine yourself to be why can't I be both? This is 2018 in the United States of America. I'm not saying you can't be both. I'm just saying which one do you, you know, identify with more? Are you looking to hook up with Hermione? Or are you in the market for a couple of Malfoys? Oh, a couple of Malfoys. Definitely. Well, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Again, I don't know your life. I'm asking you what you what you desire. I desire uh, almost said children. I was thinking of I never know what to expect out of you guys. This is incredible. This is like improv Olympics right now. I did not. I could you. If you gave me fifty things to expect out of your mouth, children would not have been on the list after what we were just talking about. Okay, what? Please explain. Nah, let's move on. Um, are oh, we? Do we? Do we think we covered? A lot of some stuff tonight. No. I'm shrugging. Should we? Why are you shrugging into us? That's not how that works. I was trying to make a face. (laughs) Like, what's our spell going to be, though? Like, well, whatever comes of it. I had just a dandy old time, and I could just keep up conversations like this for hours on end. Well, then let's make up a spell. It could take another hour. Charlene. Um, should our spell be um, based Tingly. on the themes of the podcast, either erotica or drugs? <laughs> <laughs> oh, how about like, how about we combine the two? Like, what's a wizarding spell for like erectile dysfunction? Engorgio. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Engorgio. Oh. We already know that one. I know. We knew that one already. I forgot. Oh, I know. God damn it. We're getting worse and worse at this fucking shit. What's a spell that would make you, um, well, that's like euphoria, I guess. Is... That would make your penis better. What's a spell to make your penis worse? <laughs> <laughs> What's a spell to make someone else's penis fall off? Ah. Oh Ooh, my gosh, that's a good one. Mm. <laughs> 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 Only for use in emergency situations. Uh. I don't know. I feel like the power to wield such a... Well, as you know, the female body has ways of shutting that whole thing down. (laughs) Yeah, so, uh, you know, I think if I'm... (laughs) If I'm thinking about what what they're missing in the wizarding world by only taking potions and... I mean, they don't get to celebrate 420. Can our spell just be smoke weed? Yeah, sure. 
Uh, and then what does that do? It just makes you high. Or pays your rent. <laughs> or pays your rent. All right, that's fine. That's fine. It's still, it's ten thirty-eight. I'm, I'm, that's fine. <laughs> I'm sure we could come up with something better. But... That's fine. No, fine. we can't. Any parting thoughts, anybody? Man, anybody, thank you, John, for being here. You're great. Thank, thank you, John. You so sorry, much. sorry, we're uh, well, we're kind of a mess. <laughs> I'm fine. Me too. That's the greatest part. <laughs> <laughs> Um, tell tell Charlene thanks for us uh, for stopping by briefly. Hey Charlene, can you come back really quick? Oh hey y'all, how y'all doing? Well, I just want to say thank you for inviting me too. I got to get back to my vampires and to my diddling myself, and you know we've had a great time. Um, so anyway, see y'all later. Oh thanks bye, Charlene. Charlene. Bye Charlene. Have a good old time. See y'all later. Oh bye Dale. I love you. Love you. Get out of here, Charlene. You are interrupting me. This is my podcast debut. Well, that's a thing. We did that part. Now it's finished. So I I guess (laughs) all we have to do is say our spell and get the fuck out of here. So smoke weed, everybody. Smoke smoke weed? Smoke weed every day. Smoke weed. Smoke weed. (laughs) But we. <laughs> this is gonna be fine oh. for my teaching career, right? Oh yeah. Ah <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure, for sure, yeah.